Welcome to the North Lakes Podcast. Today we will be talking about North Lakes Sliding Fee Scale with Trisha Krim. Without giving too much away, the Sliding Fee Scale is a financial tool that North Lakes and other community health centers use to provide care to those who have cost as a barrier to health care. I may have said too much already, so let's talk to Trisha. My name is Trisha Krim, and I am the Director of Patient Financial Services, and I oversee our Patient Financial Services Department. What does that, what does that mean? Like, what is a, what is the patient financial, what did you say? I can't even repeat. Patient Financial Services Department. What is that? So it's, our department um, encompasses many different roles and, um, and it could be our billing staff, our patient financial advocates, credentialing, um, and we are spread out all across Wisconsin. And I don't like, don't take this the wrong way, but it's the kind of the money side. Kind of. Like, and, and it's like kind of the, a lot of people have, that's a tricky part of healthcare. It is. It, it really is a tricky part of healthcare. One of the trickiest. <laughs> For sure. And I, you know, and it's too bad that a lot of times I think it uh, slows people down from getting healthcare. But here at North Lakes, we have this cool thing that we're going to talk about today, which is the sliding fee scale. Yeah. Is that the right way? To, is that what we call it? Or is there another name? Is it known by any other name? Um, nope. That's what it's called. Our sliding fee scale program. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Tell me a little bit about it. So the sliding fee scale program is a, is a, a payment, um, a model of payment, uh, where, uh, the fees are discounted okay. for staff, for our, our, our patients. They're discounted based off of household income and size. So it's a way like if you can't, if you don't have any other way of, it's a, it's a way to pay your bills. It is. It's a way it, to pay your health bills. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a great way to help our patients, um, not only access care, but, um, other, um, services that, that we have. Like everything. Like everything. Yeah. Anything that we have, which there are a vast array of services there we are. have. And so what, how, how does somebody qualify for this? Like, what do they, like, what is, it's a financial, um, designation. That's how you're able to get the sliding fee scale. It is. So a patient would, um, uh, fill out an application for a sliding fee scale. They can receive those from our front desk staff or also on the website. Mm -hmm. Um, and they would fill it out. And really what we're looking for is their income and the family size. We take those two things to determine whether or not they fall between um, or they fall 200% or less of the federal poverty guidelines. And so, and I know this cause I work here, but I'm going to pretend I don't, but I think it's that if you don't, you, you can qualify for Medicaid, you get that. But if let's say you make too much money to uh, qualify for Medicaid, the sliding fee scale might be something for you. Yes, absolutely. Um, it can be used for, like we said, across all service lines, but it can also be used when you have commercial insurance. I think that's a common myth um, that people think that you cannot use it with when you have commercial insurance. In fact, some people will say, no, I don't need to apply. I have commercial insurance. However, if they, 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 they could 
potentially be eligible for the slide. And then when we bill the insurance and the insurance leaves a deductible or a copay or any patient responsibility, then uh, you could also use a sliding fee scale towards those fees. Oh, okay. So let's say I come in and I, um, I don't know, let's, I, um, I need behavioral health services, Mm -hmm. Um, but I I have insurance Mm -hmm. through whatever could be anything marketplace or worker. But uh, so I come in, I have my sessions for behavioral health and, but it turns out like the insurance pays for a big chunk of it, but there's this other chunk. That's my responsibility. The sliding fee scale could pay for that. It can. Yes. And does not can. It it does. It does. It absolutely does. Yes. So we would reduce those uh, patient finance, those patient financial, um, Obligations. Obligations. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty cool. I mean, like how amazing, like that's got to be able to like access care for a lot of people that might not get it. It does. Yeah. Uh, It's a, uh, bills are one of the big, one of the biggest barriers for patients. And, um, and some patients don't come because of that, because of that. So we are able to help them um, get access to the care. Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. So, um, uh, the like, why, how how is it that North Lakes provides this? Is this just out of the goodness of our heart? We're like, we'd like to do this for our patients, or what is it like? How is it that we're able to offer this? So we receive funding from the health services and resources or health resources and services administration. And we receive funding from them in order to pay for this service for patients. And it's commonly known as HRSA. That's how we, how we call it. But basically they, shop they talk, go- little shop talk there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They govern over uh, uh, federally qualified health centers. Which we are. Which we are. So it's available at all. It's not just a North Lakes idea. Not a North Lakes idea, no. <laughs> so it's because we are a federally qualified health center, FQHC, mm-hmm. overseen by HRSA, mm-hmm. uh, that we are able to offer the sliding fee scale. That's right. And I like law, this was a while ago when I first... Um, uh, I, I, I think I needed a vaccination or something at North Lakes. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember one of the first things I was offered was that, would, would you like to apply for the sliding fee scale? I think everybody gets offered that, don't they? Yeah. Everybody gets offered that at their first visit and then annually year after year. So we do ask if you say no, we'll ask you a year from now. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, uh, and it's, uh, as you were saying, it's a financial thing. So if I low, um, if I'm 200% or below the poverty line, I qualify. Yes. So tell me what is the sliding part? The sliding part is, um, for example, if, um, our fee was a hundred dollars and, um, and you qualified for the sliding fee scale under, a certain percentage, then we would reduce that hundred dollars by whatever uh, amount that we agree to slide it off to. So there's like, if like there's a range between uh, below 200% and like 100%. So I might make 50% throwing some numbers out here, but that's where it, it would slide and meet that number. Exactly. We have five different slides. So in categories A, B, C, D, and E, and so you would fall within one of those 
um, one of those levels. And then you'd get a letter indicating what level you are and what your fees would be for that service. And so if you apply, if you like, if you qualify, you can come in for medical, for dental, for behavioral health, uh, like everything. Everything. And it's even especially great for um, non-covered services. So we, there are services that are, are not covered by insurance. And so we would slide those too. Mm-hmm. And do you, does it work at other agencies? So if I'm a North Lakes patient, but I want to do my... I don't know, some other service like at another facility can, does the slide apply to that? Like if I went to the hospital, would, could they, does the slide work for that agency as well? We have a few contracts with outside facilities, um, that, that we, that they, they do give the slide. Um, and it's only certain services. So for instance, at, um, if a, if a provider refers a patient for a mammogram and we have a contract for that at the Hayward hospital, then, um, then they would slide that for the patient. So there are some instances, some, yes, but it's not like a blanket, like, yep. Use it everywhere. It's not a blanket. And at your visit, your provider will let the, you know, the provider will let the patient know that they're being referred there. And then the front desk will uh, give them a voucher. So there's no, so they know what they're getting into yeah. if they go somewhere else. Right. Neat. Okay. And, um, I know you've said all services and I'm, but I'm going to be a little picky here. Like you have prescription services, like to, to get your prescriptions filled. Yes. Even to get your prescriptions filled. The, the only caveat there is that, um, you can't use the sliding fee scale if you have commercial insurance. Mm. So it doesn't work in that situation. Mm-hmm. But like, that, how do you, how do you keep this all in your head, Trisha? Like <laughs> this is, there's a lot of nuances to this job. Oh yeah. There are. <laughs> how do I keep it all straight? I don't, <laughs> I got a, I, I got a, a, a great team to help me out, but I, I, you know, I have to refer back to my own, my own notes. I bet. Yeah. Um, and who decides that? I mean, like you said, there were like five scale slides. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that a HRSA thing that decides that? Is that North Lakes or how are, how are those numbers decided? Um, the, the HRSA thing is that we have to have a sliding fee scale, but we are the ones that decide the, the fees and what, and where to put the levels at. So, um, the five levels that are on there, A, B, C, D, and E, wherever you fall into them, we, we created that. And is that not just you? No. (laughs) You have some people that help you with that? Yeah. Is that a, like, and so who, how did, how does that get decided? If I'm going to go into making the sausage a little bit, like dig a little deeper, like how do you figure that out? Um, well, it was figured out a long time ago and we really don't change it. Uh, it hasn't really been changed. Um, the levels are interesting because it changes every year annually. So in February of every year, new federal poverty levels come out and um, which really can drop you down a slide. So a patient can go from a slide E to a slide D based off of those federal poverty guidelines in that that get changed every year. So the percentages don't change uh, or we don't change them, but the, the, um, that number would change yes. that amount, not the amount. No. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Correct me. 
the percentage doesn't change. No, the percentage yeah, doesn't so change, but the, like when they change the number that is the federal poverty level that will influence the scale. Yes, it does. It does influence the scale. And, um, we can have somebody who had just, um, just was over income by, you know, it could be by a hundred dollars over income. And so that means that they're 200 over 200 of, um, the federal poverty guidelines. So, um, that patient may now qualify in February and those, the, when those levels change. So it would, it would take him, this person who is not eligible and make them eligible based off of those percentage changes. That's gotta be a fun phone call to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you keep a track of that person? Would you keep track of that person then? Like, you know, if somebody qualifies, you know, they apply and they don't, you know, like if they're just that little bit over, do you kind of have a, like a little file set away? Like these people are close. And then will you like, do you try to like reach out to people and go like, guess what? Now you qualify. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so we send them a letter and let them know that they now qualify for the sliding fee scale. So it's not a phone call. It's a letter. It's not. Okay. All right. <laughs> Does someone then need to reapply then? So like you, I think you just went into this and I forgot what you said, but did you like, so you apply one year, you're on the scale. Um, every year do you reapply for that? Yep. The sliding fee scale is, is good for one year. And what we do is we send the patient a reminder letter and a, an application that they re need to reapply. Mm -hmm. And is that a, is that hard? Like, is that a hard thing to do? Like, is it hard to like track someone down and get them to reapply again? Or is that a hardship for you guys? Um, well, some patients... Most, most know about the program. So the, you know, or the ones that are on them. So they, they, they understand. And if they're, if they're active in their care, they know that, you know, they have to reapply in order to, you know, have the sliding fee scale for the next year. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I guess I would say there are some times when, um, patients may not open their mail. Mm -hmm. And has the, how does the, this, the last podcast I did was with Patty Turner talking about the unwinding of Medicaid. How's that going to affect your work and the sliding fee scale, if at all? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I think it will. Uh, I really hope that patients will apply for their sliding fee scale if they lose their Medicaid because they may still be eligible for our sliding B scale, even if they're not eligible for Medicaid, they may still be. So I would encourage patients who are going to lose coverage to reach out to us. So that's a little, that's kind of a, a, a safety net. So yeah. like if you get off of Medicaid, then the sliding fee scale could be there for you. Yeah. And do they complement one? Would somebody be on Medicaid and have the sliding fee scale? We encourage our patients our patients who have Medicaid to also have our sliding fee scale, because again, our sliding fee scale will cover non-covered services. So there are some services across North Lakes that are not covered by insurances. And so the sliding fee scale would cover that. Oh, another like just might be just, I just see this bright light going off like you can, that doesn't work, but this does. Mm -hmm. So it's a great tool to have in your toolbox. Sure is. Our toolbox. <laughs> but you use it a lot more than I do. <laughs> Yeah. So if, um, let's say I'm listening to this 
and I'm interested in applying or learning more about the sliding fee scale, what would I do? So if you are listening to this and wanted to apply, you could call our, any of the clinics and ask for a patient financial advocate. And, or you could uh, ask at your appointment, at your next appointment, ask for a sliding fee scale application, or you can find it on the website. So lots of ways. Mm -hmm. And let's say um, if I am on the sliding fee scale and, uh, you know, like if do I do I automatically have it for a year or if my financial situation changes, either good or bad? Do I have to let you know about it or how does that, what, what happens? Yes. Patient can apply when any, uh, when anything changes with their family income or family size. So if there was a loss in income or an addition of a child, um, then a patient could give us a call and we would have them fill out an application and provide us with their proof of income. And then we would go ahead and reevaluate their sliding fee scale. So really they can apply, they can reapply at any time when situations change. And so would, so let's say like I'm here, I'll just use me as another, as an example again. Um, I've been on the sliding fee scale for a few months. I know like, but, uh, I get a raise at work or another job and my income goes up. Am I obligated to report that to you or just so that just happen when I need to reapply at the end? That of would the happen year? when you reapply at the end of the year. Yes. Got it. So there's a little like, it's not like an automatic. Like, right. Done. Doesn't it drop off? Oh, neat. Jeez. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get, I love doing this podcast because I end up learning so much more. Like I, mm -hmm. I thought I'm like, oh, I know the sliding fees, <laughs> whatever. I'll go talk to Tricia. Um, but I, I don't know. I always learn so much more. Um, so uh, this was a tough one. We, and we talked a little bit about this before we went on the mic. Like, how do we want to do this? And the, here's what I wrote um, for a question. Is there a typical or common story associated with it, the fly, sliding fee scale, and who uses it? And you were like, what do you mean, Jeremy? Mm -hmm. And I, well, I guess what I'm wondering is that who, like... Who, who's this good? Like, what's a, who is this? Not who is it good for? Cause it's good forever can use it. But like, what might be a situation where this is a real helpful thing um, for someone that's looking for healthcare? Yeah. So um, many, many, many different scenarios um, of, of patients utilizing it. Um, I like the, example that we just talked about, which was a, a family who may have lost income, um, a family member who lost income, lost a job, um, but still needs to continue their health care. This is a great opportunity for patients who um, who have those types of situations. It's not they don't have other options. Right. Mm hmm. Um. And I know neither one of us are providers, but like, I think we can kind of talk about this a little like, so how's that good? Like, how does that help people? Well, it helps people access the care that they need. Um, they really, the financial barriers are one of the hardest things for patients. And it really does help ease that for them. 
So I mean, just like the, the if you need healthcare, this this helps. Yeah, and uh, offers you, you know. So like, if you can't, God, I I just feel lucky that it for me like it isn't like I, I go to the doctor when I need to, or and fortunately I don't need to very often, but when I do. I'm covered, but I can't imagine like if I had like an outstanding condition or I don't know, just need needed health care. Like what a what a this makes it so much more worry free and easier to get. Sure. And some of our services, a patient is seen weekly. So those bills really can add up over time. And a patients may not come back after they see that high bill. And so our sliding piece scale offers, you know, a lot for our patients to be able to not worry. Mm. And is it awkward for some people to like ask for it? Is it, do they like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm a typical old man, but I'm like, I don't need any help. Yeah. You know, is that, do you run into that? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, we do run into patients who don't think or don't don't want to apply. Um, our our sliding fee application is very simple. It's a one page, and um, you just have to fill out your, you know, some a little bit of information, some information about your income, about your family, and and then um, provide proof of income. And I'm gonna guess that. Um if you have trouble finding that proof of income, we have people here that'll help you find it. Yes, we do. Get it. Yep. Yep. Our patient financial advocates, we do have a, a list of what is acceptable, a proof of income, and that's on the instructions for the uh, application. But if at any time you need help filling that out or um, questions about different types of proof of income, our patient financial advocates uh, are, are ready to help. And what are, what are the most common um, common way to do that? What's the most common proof of income? The most common one and the most preferred one is your taxes. So um, we just ask for your most recent tax form. And what are what are some others? Some others are your um, bank statements, bank, uh, statements from your employer, those types of things. Got it. Like, how did, how did you land in this role? Like, is this, do you have an accounting background or what is it like? How did you, how did you end up here? How did you end up doing this job? Yeah, I um, actually went to school for this and ended up here. I've been, I've been in working in billing since I graduated in 2005. So that's all I've ever been doing is, is working in uh, billing and revenue cycle. So I, I graduated from uh, Northern Michigan University in uh, Michigan. Yeah, sure. In Marquette. In Marquette. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my husband got a teaching job here. So that's kind of how I got here. Um, so I do have one last question for you. Okay. What's in your car right now? In my car? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think a couple of... Pairs of shoes and I think that's about maybe a, a, a coffee cup. Right. You still have your snow brush in there. Yep. My snow brush is in there. Yeah. Right. We're, Emergency kit is in there. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. We're recording this on like a 70 degree day. It's just like <laughs> that, that weird moment. Like when spring just like sprang. 
Well, uh, Trisha Krim, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, really appreciate it. And all your talk about the sliding fee scale. It's really nice to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye. bye. I think after every single episode, I say something about how I love to have these conversations with my coworkers because I learned so much from them. Um, I hope that you feel the same way. Thanks so much for the conversation, Trisha. It's always good to talk to you. As Trisha said in our chat, call any of our clinics if you have any questions about the sliding fee scale. We would love to hear from you. We want to help prevent money from being a barrier to you and your family's health care. The North Lakes Podcast is produced by North Lakes Community Clinic, a community health center located in the northern parts of Wisconsin. Learn more about us and all that we do by visiting our website, nlccwi.org. Our mission is to respond to the healthcare needs of our communities with an integrated array of quality services and actively remove barriers to wellness. And boy, I think we can all agree that the sliding fee scale actively helps to remove financial barriers. My name is Jeremy Oswald and I'm your host. Please give us a rating and or a review on whichever platform you are enjoying this. It helps point other people our way. Thanks for listening to the North Lakes podcast.